welcome back to Pop Culture Failure, where we watch a thing from our youth to see how it stands up. I'm Sky. I'm Jake. And we're watching the Animorphs. We sure are. So, something weird happened with the order we're of, confused. of the episodes. I, I, we kind of biffed it a little bit. We did, or Amazon Prime did? I don't know. Someone screwed up somewhere. We were supposed to have a guest on for last week's show, but... Because it was out of order and I didn't look at the schedule because he wasn't supposed to be on for like another month. I didn't think about it and now it's too late. So, But you guys listened to it sorry, and enjoyed it. Sorry, Matt. Or something. We'll, we'll figure something out. It's not entirely your fault, Sky, because the order and the dates are different all over the internet. The, <laughs> the Wikipedia and the Animorphs. Wikipedia and the IMDb are all different, so yeah. There's I one thing that everyone math. agrees on is that they don't know what the hell happened. Yeah. So we're watching the capture. Yes. Part one. Yes. This is a two-part episode, and this one apparently takes place before the reaction. some of the other stuff. Yeah. At the very least, it takes place before the reaction, which we watched last week. Yeah. Because they get their cockroach morphs, and they still like Jeremy Jason McCool. McCool. Except it's McCool in this. Is it? Yeah. That's so I, much lamer. <laughs> I thought it was McCool as well, but they say McCool in this. <laughs> Canadian accents. Um, Unless it's a... Maybe it's just a different person that they like who happens to have a similar name. <laughs> Remarkably similar. Yeah. Ah, uh, it sounds very suspicious. I mean, everything about this show is a little bit suspicious. <laughs> yeah. A lot of stuff that goes down in this episode is incredibly suspicious, but whatevs. Yeah. It's totally fine. It's vague and suspicious at the same time. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, we'll figure it out, probably. Or we won't, and we'll just go through it as is. We'll see. I hypothesize that maybe this is also part of why this show wasn't great. Uh, and Jake pointed out that there's doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah. From show to show. Because it doesn't make a whole lot of sense regardless. Yeah. Which is a fair point. So we're in a fancy-ass restaurant. Yeah, the... Everybody's got a vest on who's on the wait staff, except for that guy. I guess that was the maitre d'. Or yeah, the, he the saw waiter. one guy. <laughs> he jumped <laughs> to conclusions. Well, the waiter does have a tie. But um, Jake's dad took out his family because his, uh, his, Jake's dad is apparently a doctor, which is a thing I don't think came up yet. And he's opening a clinic, um, <laughs> a nebulous, mysterious clinic. Just a, like a, a vague wellness clinic. Um, and they're talking about... Tom doing basketball and how he no longer does basketball. Yeah, because when you grow up, you change and um, things that you used to like aren't things you like anymore. That's true. We all saw that South Park. And then and Jake's just like, no, be a basketball forever. Yeah. We all know that Tom's really a controller, and that's why he's upset that he stopped doing basketball. Right. And then, but, and then the entire restaurant goes, look over there. <laughs> It's that well-known recluse, Victor Trent. <laughs> uh, there's just this long sequence of Jake shooting glances at this guy. We don't see his face, but he's very obviously Victor Trent. He's walking in. We also know because we watched the episode once already. That's true, but I called it immediately. Well, yeah, you did. And uh, Vic walks right up to Jake and just stands behind him staring at him with this emotionless, passive look on his face. Yeah, it's really... It's very unsettling. And it's... That is not how normal people act, Vesser 3. The, the, yeah, these Yerks are not trying to blend in. I mean, Tom's 
Yurik is probably doing the best job, but every yeah, other Yurik... he's just calmly eating dinner like a person would. Every other Yurik that we've met has no idea how to act like a human being. Even though that information should be in the head you're in. Yeah. <sighs> Whatever. Like, like the information on how to walk across a restaurant. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, Victor. And then to leave us hanging, they go Notice to how the I pronounce Victor. Oh, yeah. Just, hold, just sit on that. More on that later. <laughs> uh, so we get the credits. I kind of want a, a morph cube like that. Just a glowing blue cube that'll turn You want a Tesseract. Yellow. I mean, yeah. It's basically the same thing. Yeah. You saw Infinity War, I assume? I, I did. Yeah. We should talk about that later. I mean, I know what the Tesseract is before I saw that, but... <laughs> it's one of the Infinity Stones. I'm well aware. So, <laughs> come back from the credits, and Victor Trent suddenly remembers to be a person and walks around to shake uh, Jake's dad's hand. Apparently, they're friends. And apparently, Jake's mom's name is Nikki. Which is a thing I did not know. What are you even doing here? <laughs> Watching the show. Learning things. And Tom pretends to not know Victor Trent, though we've seen them together. Though maybe that was out of order, and this is the first time they're meeting. Who the hell knows? No, I think he would, in front of his family, he would pretend not to know. Yeah, I know. I was just trying to make a joke that fell flat. Oh. Um, <laughs> I anyway. thought you were confused. <laughs> nah. uh, Victor offers his hand to Jake, and Jake ignores it for a solid two, three seconds, which is very uncomfortable for his mother. It's uncomfortable for me as well. Yeah, it's rude. Just say, oh, no, thank you. Or just don't stare off into space. I barfed in this hand earlier. <laughs> I sneezed. I can't do that right now. So he blames it on his hand smelling like fish. Yeah, and then shakes his hand anyway. <laughs> He's like, I didn't want to stink palm you, but I'm gonna anyway. Yeah, here we go. Um, uh, so, like, Victor Trent, like, just joins their table? He has his own table, like, he's waiting for his table. Or something. But then he just joins them, and then their escargot arrives. Um, so I guess they're in a fancy-ass French restaurant. But when does escargot come to meal? Like, because Jake clearly is already eating fish or something. Maybe it's the dessert. Yeah, they're having snail dessert? (laughs) But the Yerks refuse to eat the snails, because obviously, it reminds them of eating themselves. I, I... Guess even though Vesser three, there's no way he hasn't eaten a, a yerk before, because that's kind of his <laughs> thing. He kills henchmen right and left. Uh, Tom declines, and then Jake says, "I'll eat it," and then and he very centrally eats. There is an honest to god thirty second segment here where he is eating the snail, and the table is just silent while they watch him do it. It's and it's erotic. so weird. Oh, or weird. I find it very odd because uh, Jake's just taking teeny tiny acting bites and then eventually eats the whole thing. It's just super weird. You were eating a snail before, Sky? I don't recall. I don't think I have. I think that's a thing you'd remember. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Well, I mean, like, I was never bullied to the point where they made me eat a thing, and I know I've never ordered it in a restaurant, so... Unless there was something that snuck into my food at some point, which is possible. What you're saying is that I should bully you into eating a snail. So Jake is suspicious of his dad in that because he knows Victor Trent. Um, but apparently, like, right away you can tell that Victor Trent's just the financier. And that's why they know each other. Yeah. Jake starts working for his dad at the clinic. And he pulls up this full screen IM window. It says chat <laughs> online in a vaguely AOL Triangle. sort of. Um, yeah, and he's not working. He's just do- <laughs> wasting time. That's, I mean, that's the benefit of working for your dad. That's true. I mean, I wouldn't be so annoyed if he wasn't getting paid. <laughs> You're so old. Yeah, I'm 32. Oh, and the other Animorphs are at the, yeah, the computer 
place. He's chit-chatting with Rachel on the internets. Axe is off uh, by himself in a table. They really shouldn't leave him that far away. And they're just bringing him more and more food without having to pay for it. Yeah, Marco just like keeps casually walking up to the counter and just grabbing food without ordering it. Yeah. Is he stealing other people's food? Maybe they have an open account. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's an unspoken thing like at Ernie's Juice Bar. The guy secretly know who running the place secretly knows that they're superheroes, so he's just giving them free stuff. Did, did he know? I mean, it's kind of implied that he did. Oh, really? Yeah. Wait, really? Yeah. Oh. He's constantly covering for them and giving them free shit. I just thought he liked them because they were all handsome and he, you know, had a well, little Well, they bit were of very a... helpful and polite, you know, teens. I get that, but, like, it's kind of an understood thing that he knew. Hmm. Um... So, uh, X is given a hot dog, and he's like, this is dog? And Marco says, not exactly. It's miscellaneous animal parts. In a, uh, in a tube casing. <laughs> and then he brings him a hamburger, and X takes it apart and throws away the onion, which, good for him, raw onion's disgusting. Yes, but do, I would think X would eat it. Oh, yeah. There's nothing that would pause him from just devouring everything there. Yeah. Except he's like, what is this? And he's, Marco says, it's a hamburger. To which, to which X replies, it's made of ham. This is going to be kind of a running joke for X through this episode where he's, is this this? And then somebody will say, not exactly. Through this episode, he, yeah. he disappears pretty quick. Well, sort of. He does a thing and then disappears. We'll get there. It's preposterous. Um, preposterous. I like that word now. <laughs> been saying it a whole lot uh, uh so, so then some stuff happens yeah we cut back to the uh the clinic tm and there's some random security guys there with briefcases and stuff and they're setting up uh, some advanced security system and jake's dad's like we can't pay for all of this nonsense and then the lead guy just tells him that it's already been paid for don't worry about it don't talk to me anymore <laughs> and uh Jake notices some gentleman wheeling in some biohazard containers, which is not unusual to have in a medical clinic. Um, I'm not sure why he's super I'm suspicious. not sure what sort of medical clinic this is, though. It <laughs> seems to be a spa. <laughs> I initially guessed VD clinic because the governor is going to be coming here quietly. Nobody knows. Yeah, that's what the added security is because he's, he's declared his candidacy for president. Yeah. It's hard for me just now. I, I heard that. So Jake's not allowed to be there. It's essential personnel only. Jake's dad is like, he's not personnel. He's my son. Which is true. I guess. But he is getting paid, so he is personnel. Yeah. But so, not essential? I, I, well, no. He's doing files. He's That's not helpful. even. It's not he's essential. Just, he's just... <laughs> That's true. He was dicking around. I aming. But Jake goes and meets up with the crew at the barn, and they're discussing what's happening. The crew minus Tobias. Because he may be dead in this episode? Oh, yeah, that would explain why he, yeah, because he got dead and we didn't know where he went and then he was just back. Yeah. Or maybe he's recuperating one of the cages. Who the fuck knows? But Axe is uh, in regular Andalite form, which is unusual to see. But <laughs> there's a reason why it'll happen. Yeah, because Jake doesn't have a security card to get in. <laughs> um, but luckily, uh, Marco has a, a video <laughs> a rental card. blockbuster video card. Yeah. Uh, Hold on to that. It'll be vintage soon, Marco. <laughs> so, Marco's like, it's not time to rent a movie, dude. You couldn't sit through that movie before. It's fine. We'll we'll do it later. We're talking about stuff. It's best probably for him to watch a movie at home. Yeah, Where he true. doesn't have to sit quietly. And he doesn't have to morph. Yeah. Uh, and X is like, take out the card. Because he apparently knew that the card would be a magnetic security card sort of thing. 
And yeah, he must have rented a movie with him before. So Axe tells Marco, well, actually, Jake takes the card from Marco and says, rub it on my fur. It'll demagnetize it. X doesn't even rub it on his fur himself. <laughs> he makes Jake do it. He's got those weak-ass analyte hands. They can't hold a card? <laughs> Clearly not. This weighs an ounce. <laughs> he can't That's really heavy it. for a card. So, he, Jake, Jake does that. He rubs the card on the andalite fur. So that demagnetizes, demagnetizes it. Demagnetizing it, I guess. Because, so what does that mean? The andalite fur is magnetic? I guess so. They have a very potent biomagnetic <laughs> field, I guess. Do you know how hard it is to demagnetize a car? I don't know. It's, I, I you mean, need it's... a real strong magnet. <laughs> or just some fur. I guess. That's um... why I don't put my credit card by the dog. <laughs> and then, yeah. once it's demagnetized... You know, because then it's useless. <laughs> right. He takes his goddamn finger and rubs it along <laughs> the magnetic strip... To do magic? <laughs> well, now it's able to open any human code, somehow. Because of magic? Because of Andalite fingerprints, I choose to believe. It's Andalite finger magic. He fingered that he's, card he's magically. A of, he's a sleight of hand. Yeah. <laughs> Magician back on Andalite world. <laughs> he, he flipped that card behind his, his, his ear and then pulled out a different card. Oh, Jesus Christ. So... Apparently, this is the plan. Axe is magic and has a powerful magnetic field. Axe is Magneto. If Axe was Magneto, this could all go a much different direction. <laughs> uh, it's not. Ugh. Axe so, a Holocaust survivor? Is that what you're saying? No, it's what I'm implying. Oh, okay. Ugh. So, <laughs> Cassie finds um, a, cockroach. a cockroach and picks it up and they're like, oh, we should morph this to get in. I guess. Which, like Sky pointed out while we were watching it, is where their cockroach morphs come from in the reaction. Or maybe they just didn't like the previous one. Yeah, this is a different cockroach. This one has cool colors, I guess. And Axe is like, do you eat those? And Cassie says, not exactly. Some people do, I think. Yeah, probably. Some countries. I'm sure lizards do. That's true. Lizards love a cockroach. They all take the cockroach morph, except for X, who is going to sit this one out for unexplained reasons. reasons. Someone has to look over Tobias, (laughs) I guess. Watch his corpse. Yeah. So we cut over to the clinic, and there's a a super 1990s television bank. (laughs) These lo-fi televisions for the security officers. And uh, the governor walks in with his entourage of men in black suits and sunglasses inside. And Jake's dad greets him. The governor is doing the the, the politician thing. He's like, hey, thanks for doing a thing to help the, the the place where we're at. The community is the word I was looking for there. And he keeps calling Victor, Victor. Yeah, Victor Trent. Uh, and he says Victor a lot. So he says Victor like a, a gajillion times. <laughs> it's it's a little perplexing. and Because Victor Trent... Um, financed all of this in his pals with the governor, I guess. Yeah, but he is not a doctor. We know that pretty clearly. Um, So they get on the elevator, and they won't let Jake's dad on, even though he's the, like, he's doctor the... in charge. Yeah. He, like, created this wellness clinic. Yeah. It's super weird. And, the, like, the, the security, like, they get into the elevator, and the security guy steps in and blocks him before he can get on the elevator. And then just tells him he doesn't have clearance. 
I know Jake's dad is just a regular guy, but he could definitely fight that security guard. <laughs> I mean, he probably shouldn't, but he could. Probably. Doctor knows where to hit you to hurt you. That's true. So the kids got in. They all morphed cockroach and stayed together conspicuously through the whole time. Uh, and there's cameras everywhere, but they are not super concerned with that. But they do hear footsteps, so they rush into a room. Room with just, a computer. Just pick a and room. cameras. There's a camera in this room. They care, about, they care about consequences. Not at all. <laughs> it's easier. It's the best way to live your life. Everyone else will think you're a dick, but that's the best way to live <laughs> your life. Um, so the kids peek through the door, and some controllers are talking about uh, the, the governor, and how make sure he's comfortable. You know, being unnecessary, melodramatic, and ominous. Uh, and so they're going to follow him, and Rachel just taps on the computer and says, I'm going to stay here. <laughs> She's going to hack the system. And she does. She is able to pull up some schematics to the building later. Yeah. You know, and and the security would... cameras. She's able to hack all of the security cameras, including ones that shouldn't be there. She gets some really great angles on that monitor. And some incredibly high definition for those screens. Yeah, it should. that screen should just be green, I think. <laughs> uh, it should at least have a Gateway logo on it. Remember yeah, Gateway? I was going to say, do they still make computers? I don't think so. Rachel hacks into uh, the hydration room. It's, no, it's hydrotherapy. Hydrotherapy, room. yeah. Um, which I don't know what that is, but whatever. I think um, they spray you with water. <laughs> until you're better. Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't. I mean, I don't know what modern hydrotherapy is or a '90s hydrotherapy. I kind of assumed it was just like a whirlpool. Yeah, I for guess maybe like icing or heating something that's hurt. I would say like the, I know they have those tubes you get in that like you're in like a uh, like a sleeping bag almost, and they shoot water at you that's supposed to give you a massage. But he's getting a regular massage before he goes to hydrotherapy, so I doubt he needs a second massage. Probably, but he is a politician. I, yeah, he is a governor. He's got a lot going on what, with the sex scandals and what have you. But he, uh, Rachel is able to notice that it's a yerk pool in the, the hydrotherapy room because she's able to get different angles of the Cadrona ray, so, which is just a floating, or not a floating, a glowing rock of some sort, yeah. I guess. So Jake's dad was like in on the building of this place. Like He's working on it for like two years. How did they build a fucking yerk pool without him noticing? Well, he probably thought it was a hot tub. And then they just brought in, because it looks like they just rolled that the Cadrona Ray thing in there. That, yes. But the actual, like, where the Yerks are is not that big. It doesn't look like a hot tub. Nah. It's I got, like, a, that huge, thick rim on it. It looks more like a desk that they yeah. just filled with smoke. It looks like the desk that Ron Swanson gets that's a circle. <laughs> the prison desk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then there, so those security guards are... Do they dump well, yurks in there or like fudge, it, it, melted fudge? <laughs> well, the uh, the anamorphs find the hydrotherapy room and they're standing outside it while uh, the guys who wheeled in those biohazard containers from like yesterday or whenever um, <laughs> start taking out thermoses. You know the thermos, you know, the, the thermos, the official uh, carriage of the yurk. <laughs> Super dignified. Uh, so they crack those open and they they bring the thermos over to the the York pool desk thing, and they just pour it in, and it looks like it is in fact just full of diarrhea. It's yeah, it is not a great look. I didn't see a single slug 
pour out of it. But oh, Or anything even like remotely shaped like a slug. No, there were no solid chunks, which is nice in your diarrhea. Um, <clears throat> but the guy, there was a security guy watching the monitors, and he saw Rachel from behind. Uh, so there's clearly a camera in the room, Rachel, and she morphs in front of it uh, to, to escape this guy. And now when she... Every time someone morphs in this episode, they drop down, because <laughs> uh, that's morphing. Yeah. Now I guess. And so <laughs> Rachel morphs a cockroach and escapes, or something. We don't actually see what she morphed. Yeah, I guess that's true. It could have been a lizard or a rat or I don't know anything. It's ju- it's not the lion. I'm sure of that. Could have been that kitty cat from Chapman's house. It could have been any of the kitty cats she has. Well, we know it wasn't the kitty cat because we know cat vision is different <laughs> than the vision we saw her. That's true. POV in. But uh, we cut over to the other Animorphs, and Jake is trying the key card that he's... <laughs> and he's like, it's not working. I don't get it. Axe Marco... rubbed it on himself? Axe <laughs> touched this real good. This is supposed to work. And Marco says, maybe you're not doing it right. There are two... <laughs> Jake says, I did it every way I can think of, which means he slid it forward and backwards. There's no other way to slide a card. You maybe go, uh, you flip it over or something, but... I guess, but if that's your problem, then you just don't understand how those things work. Have you ever been to the grocery store and watch an old person try and swipe a credit card? Yes, but these are children. They should know how <laughs> yeah. it works. Yeah, that's true. But Cassie's just giving him <laughs> some side eye. For, she's just like, just make it work, dude. What are you doing? Why can't you handle this? I think she eventually goes, he made it work on any human Yeah, Cassie's the security. best. She figured it out. Because it's a Yerk code or something. Fucking Blockbuster screwed it up again. Right? So now, not only can they not get in this door, Marco can also not rent any videos. Yeah. I mean, I'm well, sure that's I mean, super easy to replace. Yeah, and also Axe can just remagnetize it, I guess. I think he'd have to specifically know the code for no, that he just blockbuster. Has, he picked every code in, a, in the world. Right, that's going to that's gonna send the blockbuster's computers into a frenzy. <laughs> Lock them up. Yeah, Probably but, the whole system, nationwide. So, <laughs> Rachel... Runs up and joins the other Animorphs. And they're like, fuck, we're blown. And they're like, oh, shit, we better get out of here. Meanwhile, Victor Trent comes a-walking up. Who? Victor Trent. Who? Victor Trent. Oh. The the kids morph bugs. Because Victor hurts Cassie shush everyone. So uh, they had to morph bugs and tried to escape. You know, you know how cockroaches like to just be in the middle of a floor in a well-lit area? Yeah. That. They did that. And... Victor leans in and looks like he smells the, uh, <laughs> the card reader. And he says, something's off. <laughs> there were people here. Uh, meanwhile, the, the Animorphs are scurrying away and a maid notices some cockroaches. Not a maid, she's probably a nurse. It's hard to tell. It's either a maid or a nurse outfit. Because you only really see, see her from a cockroach point of view. Yeah. And it's kind of red and blue and a little skewed. So they escape into a vent. <coughs> Meanwhile, Victor is hanging out with a really nice mustachioed man. <laughs> yep. Um, so th- they are in the hydration room, and a security guy comes in to take a look at it to make sure everything's okay. And he doesn't care about the molten lead, you know, York pool or the weird heat lamp Cadrona Ray thingy. He doesn't really look at anything. He's just like, hey. He, maybe Victor. he's never been to a wellness center. He doesn't understand hydrotherapy. We don't understand hydrotherapy. I guess. Um, also, Victor Trent and that mustachioed man were looking at a gurney <laughs> that had, like, like arm cuff restraints and, like, tie-downs on it. Yeah, it was 
they 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 were prepared for right. something awful. But if you're you're tricking the governor into putting a yerk in his head, like you're like, hey, get in this bucket, you'll feel great. <laughs> and then he's got it in his head. You, there's no need to strap him down. One like, wouldn't think this elaborate ruse is exactly for that reason. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why they're doing it, but maybe they're finally learned their lesson and they're learning to be prepared. I guess maybe. It's real hard to say. Meanwhile, the governor is getting a the fakest looking massage. Yeah, there's a dude who's got to have his tummy on that guy's back. Rubbing oh, his... for sure. Uh, he's using his forearms for a massage, which is a thing I haven't seen, but I've never gotten a massage, so maybe not. Right, it's also pretty erotic. It, yeah. Uh, but V3 walks in and he's like, hey... Ready for the hydrotherapy? You want to do that right now, maybe? Yeah, like, awful eager. And the governor just, like, dismisses the man giving him a massage. <laughs> you should wait till the massage is over. It's, like, they do things in a particular order, I imagine. Yeah, and you've got all that lactic acid built up. Yeah. You should get some water. You def- he definitely needs a drink of water. But, uh, so the kids are observing through the, uh, the air duct, and then the AC kicks on and blows the cockroaches away. Which is a thing I wouldn't have thought that the AC would be able to do. Um, but it does cause them to panic and they demorph in the vents. The biggest John vents McLean style. in the world. <laughs> they're like laying like two abreast in these vents. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're kids. They're still they're teenagers. They're yeah, like they fully do grown collapse teenagers. The, thing. the whole ceiling caves in. And so uh, the man with the mustache, mustache seems to be in there, right? Yeah. He gets bonked on the face with one of the vents. But that is real thin metal. I don't think he was knocked out. I mean, with the force of a human falling on him, maybe. He maybe. Would, I don't know. But it, I don't know. Well, I hope you enjoyed his mustache, because he doesn't come back? Uh, either that, or the vent knocked his mustache off, and he was too embarrassed That's to be the rest of it. That's probably definitely it. But Jake falls in and bumps his noggin, and he uh, he falls into the yerk pool hot tub desk thing. Yeah, he falls in that bucket of yerks. <laughs> the yerk bucket, you know. Yeah. Um... And he goes under. Cassie's the only one to notice. Uh, Marco, thinking quickly on his feet, hears somebody trying to get through the door. Um, and he grabs uh, like a plastic chair and shoves <laughs> it under the doorknob. The, the lightest looking chair in the entire world. Yeah. Uh, instead of just locking that deadbolt that's right above it. I mean, it, it works, so we can't. I mean, we're <laughs> making fun of him, but... I guess. Well, also, Victor Trent, Visitor 3, does not try very hard to get the door open. No, he does slap it with both hands. Yeah, he lightly slaps it. And yells, why is this locked? He slaps it with all the ferocity of a toddler having a a (laughs) hissy fit because they're too tired. (laughs) Uh, Cassie and uh, Rachel pull Jake out of the drink and plop him on the ground. For a second, I thought they were just going to throw him on that gurney with all the restraints. And that did not happen. (laughs) Uh, they keep calling him by name, except for when Cassie yelled Nick. No, Zach. Zach. Cassie yells Zach at one point, and we're not sure why. I don't, I, is that the, What's the name of the guy who plays Marco? It's Boris. Okay, then I have no idea. Because I thought the same thing. I was like, well, maybe it's one of the actors' names, but it's not. Maybe that's just her brother in real life. Yeah. She got confused. Because everyone else keeps using their regular names, so yeah, it's not like she was trying to hide. yelling and, his name. And she keeps using, like, Jake's name, so it's not like she was keen on hiding their identity. Yeah, it was... It's one time thing. It's super weird. Stop yelling his name. Stop yelling his name. Sky, it's hydrotherapy room. It's soundproof, so that we... <laughs> you can't hear someone getting hydrotherapy. I guess. Meanwhile, 
uh, Victor Trent calls in like six dudes to come and tap the door. Um, Excuse me. Tapping on the, the door. The governor is just standing there watching this nonsense happen. Uh, <clears throat> oh, they do put him on the gurney. Oh, yeah. I, I was yeah. just distracted because Rachel morphs a lion while the other kids do not morph again. Um, so uh, eventually that plastic chair that Marco crammed into the door shatters and the kid or the guys burst in and Rachel's a lion and she chases them down the hallway. She sure does. It's an actual lion chasing guys down a hallway this time. Yeah, like I thought it was it's fake touching at first. that man. Yeah, um, which is pretty neat. Meanwhile, they wheel Jake out, I guess, and then after the room cleared, Marco runs back in. Oh no, they're right there. Where the fuck did they go? Why didn't anybody see them? Because they were distracted by the lion. <sighs> Whatever. Marco sets the hot tub thing to boil in the most fake manner ever, just by like. There's dials on the wall and not dials. on the tub. And pushing button, the, uh, button like a big red button and big fig dials. Yeah, and then he smashes the Cadrono dispenser, and they wheel Jake out. So the there was an alarm that went off, I guess, when it got too hot, and a bunch of controllers run in, and the lady just throws her hand into this hot tub that is supposed to be boiling and really hot, and she like fishes out a dead yerk, and oh, they're all dead. So Marco committed a lot of murder just now. What I mean, whatever. They're trying to fucking take over our planet. Yeah. It's but war it's... sky. So the governor and Tr- is, is leaving, and Victor Trent runs over. And he's like, just wait. I, I just, just do wait. And the governor is upset that there was a l- they were treating animals in a human hospital thing, which is super Isn't weird. Isn't that the plot of Zootopia? <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's not. Oh. Um, but Jake's dad's like, I don't know what the fuck is happening. Yeah. They wouldn't let me in there. I've been down here doing paperwork. <laughs> so Jake came to at some point, and they, uh, you know, got down the fire escape, and the kids are talking, and, and Jake's like, D- "What the fuck happened? Did we win?" And Mark was like, "Yeah, we blended and boiled them, all of them." And then they are like, "Oh shit, we should leave." <laughs> and uh, the other kids run ahead of him, leaving the kid with the head trauma behind for a moment, uh, so he can snark at the camera, but not itch his his earlobe. Yeah, uh, so, so is there a York in Jake's head? He's probably uh, just fucking... Uh, I'm, I think there is, because there's a second part to this. <laughs> and I read the description. Yeah, and also that's a thing that happens in the books, yeah. which doesn't necessarily mean anything, but probably does. That's how it ends. Cliffhanger. Yeah. Cliffhanger! Join us next week for the exciting conclusion. In the book, uh, Jake picks up Tom's York, and Tom got a new one. Is that what happened? Yeah. Because uh, the yerk in his head taunts him a lot with some of uh, Tom's pleading and so forth. That's far too uh, deep and too much um, explaining <laughs> for the show. Yeah, you're not wrong. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know what the plan could be from here. Because <laughs> realistically, these kids have not been effective. So Jake, uh, uh, what was the most turtle-rific part? The most turtle-rific part... Sky was what was it? Oh, Victor Trent. <laughs> Duh. Victor. Victor Trent. What do you think was the most terrific part? Uh that Andalites have a powerful sense of magnetism. Oh, that is also good. Damn. Why this? Why? Why? Why and how? Because <laughs> uh, magic is why <laughs> and how. I guess it makes more sense than what actually happened. Um, 
Who is the most likable character? That is Hot Dog Eating X. <laughs> not not magnetism, magnetism X. Magneto X. Just Hot Dog Eating X. He did seem to enjoy that hot dog. He... Not, not nearly enough, I will say. That... Yeah. It looked like a good hot dog. It was thick and... It's a foot long, I think. Yeah. It's a good, good thick hot dog. Yeah. Remember the hot dog from Entebevix? Uh, yeah, that place has been closed for so long now. It's supposed to open back up. It's not going to. <laughs> who was the most likable character? Yeah, who was it, Sky? Was I mean, it? Jake's dad, or Jake's mom. She was oh, just Nikki? trying to get her kid to not be a dick. That's true. She's doing her best. And, you know, living the best life eating that escargot. <laughs> escargot. She's got a doctor husband. He's finally going to have time for her because he's done with his <laughs> clinic thing. Yeah. Because it's ready and he Building will only have clinic. to spend a moderate amount of time in there. Uh, um, yeah. Nikki. For fuck's sake, there are three minutes left of the podcast. You don't do this unless I'm talking on this thing. <laughs> Hi. Hi. He doesn't like that I'm giving attention to you instead of him. I know. Uh, so, what was your pop culture palate cleanser for this uh, week? I've been catching up on a lot of comics um, <laughs> that, uh, that I hadn't read. Mm-hmm. Um... I've been catching up on the Star Wars ongoing, which is at best fine, uh, but most of the time it's forgettable. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also caught up on the Darth Vader comic, the current one, um, by Charles Soule, and it is extremely good. You should read that. It's just Darth Vader, uh, you know, doing Darth Vader shit. And the art, Jedi? Yeah. The art's really good. There are other Inquisitors from Rebels that he gets to hang out with. Oh, that's neat. Yeah, it's a pretty good time. Um, currently we're only halfway through the arc, but he's, uh, on Mon Cala, uh, fighting Admiral Akbar and Admiral Aratus. <laughs> so that's pretty neat. Um, yeah, I've been having a good time doing that. How about you, Sky? How did you cleanse your pop culture palette? I don't know. I haven't really been doing that much. I, um, I was reading those comics and going, oh, what am I going to say? What did I do all week? And I was like, oh, I just read like 13 comics in like <laughs> a day. So, uh, I don't know. I didn't really do anything. Now that I think about it, <laughs> what did I do yesterday? I was my little. You bought that lawnmower. That probably cleansed your oh, pop yeah, culture palate. Um, it's not really a, a palate cleanse, but I mean, it's, it's something to forget, <laughs> Nikki. Well, I, I, I've, I've gone full adult. My, my, my situation is terminal, and my terminal stages of being an adult. I bought a lawnmower, and then, and then we discussed. Like, uh, the pros and cons of lawnmowers, Sky and I, so... Yeah, we're adults now. He's, he's infecting sucks. me, bitch. You're, you're engaged. That's, That's true. A, it's a higher level adult than I'm at. Is it? Probably. No, children get engaged and married all the time. You want a damn lawnmower. <laughs> That's legit. Yeah, but you're in your 30s and engaged, not like 12. I guess that's true. In this situation, I'm referencing Utah, I guess. <laughs> Child brides. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm a full grown-up, I guess. It sucks. That's why I do this podcast. You also watch that video of that singing cat. <laughs> it's true. I did find a video of a kitty cat, or a guy singing to a kitty cat, the whose cat, name is Soup, which is a great name for a, a cat. It's a good video. This guy <laughs> sent it to me. Yeah, he sings to the, he, give, he cues the cat, and the cat sings. It's great. There's also more Forces of Destiny. Remember when I told you to watch that, and then yes. didn't send you the link, and now there's more of it, because cool. the for- <laughs> Friday happened. Fourth be with you. Right. I've been watching Clone Wars, but we already you mentioned Clone Wars before. I mean, you can say it again. Yeah, but here we are. It's, it's a good one. 
But uh, I think that'll do it for us this week. Yeah, uh, but next week, ooh, we'll find out what happened to Jake. I bet it's nothing good. Yeah, but I bet it's nothing that doesn't get undone before they go on TV. Yeah, because it's... Because we've, we've seen, already seen... We've seen an episode, episode after this, so it's probably People fine. following along are just like, what is... Go- what episode do I watch when? That's why we announce what thing we're watching. I know. Calm down. Calm down. I can't. I'm real hyped. <laughs> Indeed. What are you so grumbly about? Uh, he probably misses Katie. He likes her better than me. <laughs> but yeah, so that'll do it for us this week. Yeah, we did a Thank great job, everyone. Thank you guys very much for listening. You can follow the show at popculturefailure at gmail.com. Uh, nope. Yeah. Well, you can email us there. <laughs> you can follow the show at Failed Pop Culture with no E at the end. I am at Sandwich Surplus. I'm at Midwest Love Affair. And if you want, you can rate and review. It's been a while since I've mentioned that because I forget about it too. I recommend you do it. It's a pretty good time. And it helps people find the show. Uh, or so the legends go. Yeah, I don't know how it, any of it actually works, which I think is what everyone says. Yeah, because nobody knows how it works. There's got to be like a thing somewhere that's like, here's how this works, right? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Thanks, guys. We will see you next time. Bye! You got something to say, dog? All right, I wasn't check, paying, check, 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 check. I wasn't paying a lot of attention during this one. Neither was I, but it's <laughs> cool. Good. I'm I sure that'll co- bode well for this recap I gotta, podcast. We do. So I, I, I'm not sure what the plan is. <laughs> that was the dog pulling the cord. <laughs> he got caught and then spooked. <laughs> it's fine. Never like still plugged in. In any capacity, guy, you gotta edit this part out. But that kid over there has a tail strapped to her. But she's dragging it in the goddamn dirt. It's that furry girl. But she's swinging and dragging her tail in the dirt. Go tell her the proper furry etiquette. Yeah, get your fucking tail out of the dirt. I thought she had a blanket, but then she twisted around on the thing. I was like, oh, that's her tail. Yeah, hopefully she's not wearing her full purple fursuit. That could be a different kid. They're all weird. What are the odds that it's a different kid? That's a good point. Is she there alone? I don't know. There's something in the, the baby swing. Oh, there is. I couldn't see it from the way I was sitting. It could just be a doll, though. Fuck it doesn't knows. seem to be moving. Ugh, creepy. That's why I moved. <laughs> All right, I'm Ugh. sorry. I just I had to, I had to be like, um, whatever's in that swing isn't moving at all.